dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. I am doing well. Well, you know what? Today, I am going to do some email, an email and a voicemail. I don't often do email shows, and some people say, good, well, it happens once in a while. You know, I always read your guys' emails and play the voicemails on here anyway, you know, before I get into the main topic, so why not make it the main topic once in a while? And believe me, it's going to be once in a while. You know, I was burned on this from uh, Save or Die, because, well, it's actually, most of this happened after I left, but... People were mighty concerned with the fact they kept doing email shows. And I like email shows if they're done right. If they're not done right, no. Thick goes Hammer, we do an email show every once in a while, and I really enjoy it because when they send emails in, it really gets the three of us talking. And it really comes up with some good stuff. But... Like I said, I'm not going to do this all the time, but we're going to go into a voicemail and an email right after this. Okay, first up, we have John Allen Large from the Red Dice Diaries. He sent me in a voicemail about my show about one hour prep. Go ahead, John. Hey, Glenn, it's John here. Just been listening to your episode where you're talking about running a game with an hour prep when you were talking about dropping the characters into the middle of an encounter which i think is a great idea one i often use as an example is a a fantasy city and you're in the docks or the dockyard district because there's always boats there there's always like sort of pirates or sailors roll up ships probably getting in a few scrapes with city guard and stuff like that there's often merchants or traders unloading from ships so potentially there's a lot of things people can get inventive with if a a scrap breaks out between the city guard and the sailors you know barrels crates produce stuff like that and such environments are pretty chaotic anyway so they're great for that anyway enjoying the episode dude take care i'll catch you soon thanks a lot john i appreciate it yeah the docks the docks are always fun you can always find something going on In fact, I'm thinking of just, well, no, I'm not thinking of that because I said I'm not doing fantasy this year. But I could do the docks like in Gangbusters because they're, they're, it's not exactly a sea dock, but, you know, they're really, really close to Lake Michigan. So they would have docks and I can have all sorts of nefarious things going on there. Start Start an encounter and then see where it goes. So thank you very much, John. Now I've got an email from another one of my supporters, Mark Walring. And he says, So, a week back I started running a Swords and Wizardry game as a one-shot, thinking death was going to be certain in one night. I chose to run the Dungeon of Graves, which, to give a hint, and kudos to you if it rings a bell, is a mega dungeon by Frog God Games, their poster child amalgam of different rooms and passages. In case you folks didn't figure it out, He's talking about Rapanathuk. I'm assuming he didn't know how to spell it, which is understandable. So uh, he goes on. 
I've always wanted to run something like this, but I didn't think I'd have the nerve to do so. After one night of game time, I can say I really like this form of the OS of the OSR. In fact, I think OSR will become my main form of play. 5e as of now with the newest iteration has become somewhat of a corporate cash grab. Uh-huh. And lately, I find that they show little to no love for what came before. No splat books, no revisions to previous cam- campaign settings. I've been asking for a conversion of Dragonlance for ages now. Plus, characters are extremely op at, OP at start. And I find now that I got at least six maps done in just two hours on roll 20 with as little modifications as necessary. Granted, though, the one druid in my group whipped out a spell I did not see coming, called Lightning, which nukes the Green Guardian Gargoyle in one hit. I thought that even for a third-level spell, this was just ridiculous, but his defense, I set up I set up the intro on a rainy night. Go figure. Granted, still, this is level one, and it sure will get difficult later on. I did take some styles that I like from 5e and incorporated it along with some castles and crusades tropes. Overall, I'm officially on the OSR style of play, and honestly, I think I'm going to stay there. There just seems to be more of a soul to it now that than what is new. Mark. Uh, we got another one. We got another converter. Conversion. Good. Well, Mark, if you, it's good to, it is good to, you know, get the good parts of a game that you don't really care for and put them to use. And yeah, I've always thought of the latest edition as something, this, especially this one, something of a cash grab. It's a, uh, it's a 100% improvement over fourth edition, but at the same time, He's saying no splat mucks, no more. They're slow. They're they're real slow. I mean, they've been they've been updating you know the modules now. Like you know, Tales from the Awning Portal is a bunch of modules, including the Tome of Horrors, Tomb of Horrors, Tomb of Horrors. Uh, the Dungeon of the Mad Archmage is basically Undermountain. So they have done some conversions. Plus, Goodman Games has done five E conversions of things like keeping the Borderlands and the Isle of Dread. But yeah. They're trying to crank out like a what a book a quarter or two books a quarter or something like that, just to keep it going. And to me, I, that's what I saw. I mean, I gave the system a fair shake, and I do play sometimes. I don't have any of the books. My grandson Gage has a couple of the books, but I don't have any of the books. I keep them on PDF just in case, but I won't buy them. I won't. Because I saw it as like, okay, you're charging 50 bucks a book. This is a cash grab. It's Hasbro wanting to, you know, make that quarterly, that quarterly profit out of Watsy. I'm not saying any of them aren't any good. I mean, I had a whole lot of fun playing Curse of Strahd and Tomb of Annihilation. But at the same time, I'm not going to throw my money out at it. I really don't because I'm I'm really not comfortable with the system as as a as a game master. I'm really not comfortable with the system, and that's you know just that's me. But I'm glad we got you to the OSR, and I think you understand when you said it lacks a soul, or rather, this has more the OSR has more soul. I tend to agree with you, and that's why I backed that horse because the OSR. Well, heck, if you've been around as long as I have, 
2014. I just figured it out. I, I'm over 40, for, starting in 81, 40 years doing this. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the tried and true and not throw my money at the big shiny. Lord knows I got other big shinies to throw at, <laughs> throw my money at. <laughs> I just got new edition of Savage World. But the difference with that is it offered me something and it did change the system enough that makes it even more playable. But that's that's neither here nor there. I'm glad you got there. And uh, there's nothing but good times. Repanathok is an excellent mega dungeon. The section, the Mouth of Doom, just that one section there, Frog Gag Games uses as demo games at conventions or games at conventions. You know, if somebody's going to go run something for Frog God, they'll usually slap a copy of they'll they'll print off a copy of the Mouth of Doom and say, "Here, go run it." And nobody runs it twice the same way twice. Nobody runs the same way. And I know my friend Eric Tinkar; he's done it many, many times. And it's just you know something you do. And it's a great it's a great intro. It's a great intro to Swords and Wizardry. But I'm glad you're having a good time, whether it's Swords of Wizardry or Labyrinth Lord or Ostrich or anything like that. You're in the OSR. Congratulations. And that's pretty much my opinion of it. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about anything or argue about anything or this or whatever, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor, like these guys, you know, voicemail email like these guys did. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help us support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again to Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen for supporting me. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard podcast. Do not forget Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. The last two are on Anchor. Give those a listen. They're great shows. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. (laughs) 